Hello, and welcome to Life Simply Better. I'm Zoe Galitzis, and I coach busy working moms on how to create simpler, more relaxed lives with more time for what matters most. And on today's episode, episode 53, we are going to talk about creating a super simple pre-work morning routine. I am going to share my routine, the routine that I do every morning that helps me enter the day with a clear head and plenty of relaxed energy that will last me all day long. And I'm also going to share how you can create your own super simple morning routine that works with your individual schedule and lifestyle because I realize I'm going to share my routine. I totally understand that there's going to be parts of it where you're like, well, that won't work for my life and that won't work with my kids. And so it's all good. I'm sharing my routine as an example to get your creative juices flowing, but I also want to make sure that I share the foundational tools that you can use to create your own version of this because all of our routines are going to look different and that's okay. And I'm also going to talk about how you might be having some unconscious thoughts, thoughts you're not even realizing are making your mornings unnecessarily complicated. And I want to share that for you so that you can really enjoy a simple morning, both inside and out. So we have focused on other episodes of the podcast. I've talked a lot about my workday routine. I think it's episode four or five where I share in detail the routine that I do every morning at work. It's called my workday routine. That episode is. In this episode, I want to talk about your morning routine on a workday, but before you leave for work, what happens at home in the morning and how we can simplify that and really set the tone for the kind of simple relaxed day that we want. So I'm going to go through my routine Then I'll talk about how you can apply this and set your own unique routine. And finally, I'm going to talk about diving in a little bit more to what makes a routine simple. We all talk about wanting to simplify and be present and relax. And a lot of times we don't put a lot of specifics or details around that in terms of understanding how that's actually created. So I'm going to talk about that at the end as well, which you can apply to your morning routine, but you can really apply to all parts of your day. And I love talking about routine. I think routine is the most powerful way to make changes to your life. If you think about the concept of compound interest, right? We put uh, money into an investment And each day, a little bit of interest compounds on that investment. And over a longer period of time, all those little compounding effects add up to a huge impact in our lives. And it's the same thing with the routines that we have that are the way we spend our time. The the little things that we do every day add up to create the greater experience of our lives. So I love thinking in terms of routine and what tweaks do you want to make to your routine? Because making even small tweaks to a routine can have a really significant impact on your life because you're doing it every day. So let's talk about my super simple pre-work morning routine and what that looks like. So the first thing I do is I get up without an alarm clock. I've talked about this on other episodes too, but basically 
I go to bed at a time where I can get enough sleep to wake up without an alarm clock. And because I have a very simple morning routine, I don't need to wake up at the same time every day. There's not so much in my routine that I need to wake up at a certain time to get it all done. So I get up without an alarm clock sometime between six and seven. And again, I'm giving you these details so you can have a really concrete kind of visual example, but I realize this is going to be different for everyone. That's okay. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. So I get up and then I make my smoothie, which is some almond milk, some of this Vega. It's called like Vega protein and greens protein powder. I get it at Target. I love it. Uh, and some ice. I blend that. I have my smoothie. And then my kids also don't set alarm clocks. So we have three kids. Sometimes they get up right away. Sometimes they get up later. But basically, if they get up and they're wanting to hang out with me, I just kind of hang out with them. No formal or structured activity. If they ask me to help with food, um, which they're four, five, and eight. So it's not like they're all making their own breakfast. But If they want some food, I get them a bowl of cereal. Uh, That's pretty much the extent of my parenting in the morning. Um, Then I go to shower and I put on what I call my uniform. I wear um, not the same clothes every day, but very similar um, clothes. So I just, it's just kind of grab and go with my clothes. I don't wear makeup or anything. Um, So it's really just shower, get dressed. And then I drive into work. I have a podcast that I listen to every day, um, which, okay, I'm going to take a slight tangent here because I'm talking about my podcast listening and I'm going to share the podcast that I listen to each day. Um, And I will link to these in the description of the show notes and also on my website. If you go to lifesimplybetter.com forward slash episode 53, I will include all of the links there. So the podcast that I listen to, I just have like five that I've subscribed to. So basically every day I have one to listen to before work. So on Monday, I listen to Brenda Lomelli. She does a podcast called The Last 10. Now her podcast and one of the others I listen to is about weight loss. I'm not trying to lose weight. I don't coach other people on losing weight. If you want to lose weight, I would not recommend signing up for my program because that's really not what I focus on. But Brenda and um, the other coaches I listened to, they trained in my um, my school of coaching that I am also trained in. And I listen to their podcasts and I apply them to what I'm working on in my own life. So even though their podcasts are about weight loss, I can always find ways to apply what they're talking about to other aspects of my life. So Brenda Lomelli, The Last 10. And then on Tuesday, I listened to my podcast, Life Simply Better with Zoe Galitzis. I, It's so dorky, but I love listening to my podcast, you guys. I listen to it and I always have a better day on Tuesday because I'm like, that was just what I needed to hear, which I'm sure is that's why I'm recording those topics because I'm picking topics that are the ones I need work on. But um, yeah, so I listened to my podcast on Tuesdays. And then I listened to Katrina Ubell, who does uh, weight loss for busy physicians, another weight loss podcast, but it's aimed at busy physicians, many of whom are parents as well. And I find it super relevant around time management, stress management, 
um, people who are maybe high achievers and tend to be overly self-critical. I just think a lot of her topics are really relevant to what I work on as well. So listen to her. Then I listened to Brooke Castillo's podcast on Thursdays, which is just the Life Coach School podcast. And then I listened to Jody Moore, Better Than Happy, on Fridays. Jody is Mormon or part of the LDS church. So again, I'm I'm not LDS, but Jody is a mom. She has a really great perspective around coaching and self-coaching. And I'm actually in her coaching program as well. Uh, I think she's awesome. So those are the podcasts I listen to on my drive to work. Again, slight tangent there, but I wanted to share them and I will link to them in the show notes. So that's my that's my morning routine right there. I get up without an alarm clock. I make a smoothie. I hang out with my kids, get them a bowl of cereal if they want one. I shower and get dressed and drive in. That is it. That um, <laughs> It's not very much. And I think actually what is more useful to understand about my routine and what I'm going to talk about when we talk about your routine is what I don't do. This is why a lot of our morning routines are not simple. If you feel like you have hectic, crazy mornings, it's probably because of all of the extra stuff that you're stuffing into your morning. Or, and what we're going to talk about even more in a little bit, maybe you're not doing it, but you're feeling like you should be doing it, or you're feeling guilty that you're not doing it. And so even though it's not physical actions you're taking, it's cluttering up your head and it's making your life feel complicated because you're pressuring yourself to do all of these extra things. So here's what I don't do in the morning. I don't exercise. I don't read. I don't check on my kids' homework. I don't make them a delicious whole foods breakfast. I don't do activities with my kids or do other activities myself. I don't put on makeup. I don't really choose my clothes in that I just have kind of the same type of thing that I wear every day. So I just grab something out of the closet and put it on. I don't spend quality time with my kids, meaning I don't have this planned, structured quality time. Let's let's read together or let's do something special together. I don't pack anyone's lunch. My kids eat school lunch. Um, and in the case of my kid who's not in school yet, my husband actually is in charge of his lunch. And then I pack my lunch once at the beginning of the week on Monday. And so all my food is at work for me to have, um, ready. So I don't have to think about it every day. I don't get anyone dressed. Sometimes my kids put on really weird clothes and I don't care about that. That's fine with me. I don't log into work before I'm at work. I don't try to catch up on work before I get in there for the morning. I don't clean or do housework, and I don't do any errands on my way to work. So it's one thing for me to say, here's what's in my morning routine and why it's simple. But I think the best way to get an understanding is actually to talk about what I don't do. It's all of the things that I have eliminated from my morning that have made it simple. And again, that includes eliminating them, meaning both actually doing them. I don't actually do any of those things. But what used to happen was I didn't necessarily do them. Like I didn't necessarily sit down and read with my kids in the morning, but I felt like I should be doing that. 
or I would plan to do that and then not do it. So I would be thinking like the night before, oh, I really want to read with my kids tomorrow morning because that would be really nice quality time. And then I would get to my morning and not actually have time with for that or forget or have other things going on, but be stressing about the fact that I wasn't doing it. So besides not doing those things, I've also let go of trying to do them or thinking I should do them. And a lot of times what makes us feel busy in the morning are all the things we're thinking about that we should be doing or we want to be doing that we're not actually going to do. So that's a huge part of what makes my routine simple is that I'm present with what I'm doing and I'm not pressuring myself or mentally reaching out to all of these other things that I'm trying to cram into my day. And the other thing that I think is important to note, and again, we're going to talk about how your routine probably looks different than mine, is that my routine is something that I look forward to doing. So having that smoothie, sitting on the couch, that's what I want to be doing in the morning. And that means I look forward to getting up, which means I get up earlier than I probably would If I was setting an alarm clock and dreading what I had to do for the day and then hitting snooze right when it went off. And so I think that's really key. I used to try to plan these really productive mornings of being like, I'm going to journal. Oh, here's some other things I don't do. I don't journal. I don't meditate, right? But I would plan like, oh, I'm going to journal and meditate and then I'm going to read some from this book and then I'm going to read with my kids. And it was things that sounded great. I wanted to do in the grand scheme of things like, oh yeah, that would be great if I meditated every morning, but I didn't actually want (laughs) to do that. I didn't look forward to meditating in the morning. I didn't think, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to get up at six tomorrow morning so that I can meditate. You know, that just wasn't something that I felt excited about. And so I cut it out and I said, I'm going to have a routine that I am excited about that I look forward to And that's also what really gets my morning off to a great start. My morning routine is filled with all the things that I truly want to be doing and look forward to doing. All right, so let's talk about your routine. And first of all, let's define what your routine even is. Because when we think about a routine and what I just described, it's really the actions that we take, what we can observe on the outside as happening, right? I get up, I make a smoothie, I get my kids a bowl of cereal, etc. But your routine is also in the form of the feelings and the thoughts that you have during your morning. So I strive for a morning routine. And what I like about my morning routine is that I feel relaxed. I feel present. I feel unhurried. And I have thoughts like, this is simple. I have all the time I need. There's no rush. There's not much to do. Those are my thoughts that create those feelings. So I want you to think, first of all, what what is your routine today, both in terms of What are the routine actions that you take every morning before you go to work? But also, what are the routine habitual thoughts and feelings that you have? Because those, more than anything else, will create your experience of your routine and also create your results. So once you take a look at what you're already doing, what you're currently thinking and feeling on a routine basis during your morning... 
I want you to make two more lists. I want you to make the list of what are the things that you're not doing on a routine basis, but you think you should do. For example, I should make my kids eggs and oatmeal every morning. I should make my kids a hot breakfast every morning, or I should work out, or I should meditate. What is your list of things that you think you should do in the morning that you're not doing right now? And what is your list of the things that you're not doing right now that you want to do? Maybe you're like, I would really love to have some time to read every morning. I would really love to, you know, go out for coffee in the morning. Whatever your list is of things that you want to do. And what I want you to realize about these two lists is that even if you're not doing those things today, the fact that you're thinking about them, that you should be doing them or that you want to be doing them is creating this extra unconscious clutter and complexity in your routine because you're kind of going through the motions that you're going through of getting your kids ready, getting them out to door the door while you're thinking, oh, I... I should be reading to them, but I don't have time, or I meant to meditate today, but I'm not doing that. And so even though the actions might look pretty simple that you're taking, you have this extra layer of mental clutter and complexity that you're adding into your routine unconsciously by having all these other things that you think you should be doing or you want to be doing that you aren't. So what I want to encourage you to do in creating a super simple morning routine for yourself is to start to let go of the things that you're thinking you should be doing or want to be doing but aren't. So if you're not already doing it today, even if you think you really should be and you really want to be, just let go of it. And here's what I think. If it is important, if it is meant to be, it will come back to you. And you will be in a much better space to refine and tweak and make additions to that routine once you have a good, relaxed, simple baseline. So all those things that kind of nag at you of things that you want to add in or you plan to add in but don't get to, cross them off. And if you're physically making these lists of what I should do, what I want to do, I encourage you to physically cross off those items as in, I'm going to put that away. I'm going to eliminate that from what I'm striving for right now. I'm just going to focus on what I'm already doing and thinking and feeling. And that is enough. And if something is meant to be added into this routine that I'm not doing today, it will it will happen. It will come in at the right time into my life. And you can also then look at what you're already doing. And you can eliminate some of what you're already doing. If you're, you know, um, spending time like going through your kids' homework every morning, is there another way? Is there another time to do that? I kind of take the approach with my kids and their homework that they're going to learn how to be independent about keeping track of that so that when they go to college and I'm not there to parent them, they can be independent then. Um And I'm going to do that by not spending a lot of time micromanaging them with what they have for school. They can learn that responsibility. And you know what? Also, if my kids aren't the best students in school, 
I'm okay with that. Like, I honestly don't think that's the end of the world. Now, you may prioritize differently, right? This might not be something you cut out. I'm just giving this as one example of looking at things that you are spending time on already that maybe you can let go of. And what are the thoughts, what are the fears that you have that prevent you from doing that? And what's the worst that could happen if you let it go undone? Maybe even just try it for a week and see what happens. And so all of this idea of letting go, letting go of the things that are mentally cluttering us up, thinking about what we should do, what we want to do, and also letting go of things that we are doing and and eliminating them from our routine to put more space into it. That's all around this concept of minimalism. And I think that minimalism is one of the best things that has happened to my life in from discovering it in my 30s. Um, and I just think that we by default, think we make our lives better by adding more into them and doing more. And I think it's the opposite for us in such a a privileged society that has so much. I think that improving our quality of life, life most of the time is about letting go of things and realizing that you don't have to do it all. You don't have to have quality time with your kids and eat perfectly healthy food and work out and meditate and journal and make sure that everyone has all their school assignments done. You don't have to do all of that every day. You can constrain your life. You can do less in life and actually have a richer experience. And here's how I would think of it. I was planning this episode and I was thinking about like, what's a good image to illustrate this? And I think about an art museum. And actually, I was thinking of one particular museum that um, my husband and I went to. So we uh, went to Paris. Sounds very fancy. We went to Paris for our honeymoon, um, which was amazing after we got married. And I love Impressionist art. And we went to the Musée d'Orsay, which is an art museum, all of Impressionist art in this gorgeous, like old, renovated train station. They have this art museum. And When you go to the Musée d'Orsay, when you go to an art museum and you look at the art, you go into a room, there's a fairly empty gallery, there's a wall with maybe that wall has a couple of paintings on it with plenty of space in between them. In this museum, all of the art was from the Impressionist period. And so it was all a very particular constrained type of art that they were focusing on, which I love. And that's such... A wonderful way to enjoy and appreciate art, right? You go in, you have this open room, you have a couple of pieces of art that you can focus on. And we can have that experience because the museum is constrained in what they display. They're minimalists in how they display it in that they could say, oh, well, we should put more art in the room. We should put a lot of art in the room and we shouldn't just have impressionist art. We should have all different kinds of art and let's put in some sculptures and let's put in some Egyptian art and let's put in some modern art and let's look at all this empty wall space. We could fit like 10 more pictures on that wall. But if they did that, think about what your experience would be going into the art museum. You would go in and 
you wouldn't know what to look at. You wouldn't really be able to appreciate any single one piece because it would all be a jumbled mess. There, and it, the room would be stuffed with sculpture. There would be paintings on every inch of the wall. We don't set up art museums like that because that is not conducive to people enjoying that experience or really getting the most out of that experience. You get less out of the experience of going into a room that's jumbled and completely stuffed with art compared to going into a room that has two paintings on a wall that you can really focus on and appreciate and enjoy. And let me tell you, my friends, this is how it also works with your time. So you have all of these things you want to put into your morning to make it like a really enriching, valuable, fabulous morning. But what if you just put two paintings on a blank wall and that was all you put into your morning? What would you choose to put on that wall? And what would it be like to constrain your focus? How much more uh, appreciation and full experience could you get by actually having less in your routine? So I want you to think about that concept of minimalism and how that could apply to the way you spend your time and what that looks like in terms of setting a routine. And then also think about what you would look forward to. I remember my morning routine has changed a lot over the years since I started doing this. When I first started my morning routine, I I was trying for many years to be a morning person and failing miserably at it. I thought for most of my life that I was not a morning person because I really struggled to get up early, as early as I wanted to, and also to feel good in the morning. I just felt really exhausted and tired and grumpy and unmotivated, and it was hard for me to get out of bed in the morning. And I would always be trying to plan these morning routines of like, I'm going to do all this enriching stuff of reading and meditating and exercising, etc. It never worked. And finally, I decided I'm going to get up and I'm not going to do any of that stuff. I'm going to get up and look at Pinterest because at the time I really enjoyed looking at Pinterest. And guess what? All of a sudden, I started looking forward to getting up. I started getting up earlier and looking at Pinterest and having the things that I wanted to put in my day, able to intentionally put those into my day without stuffing it to the gills. And so that's the other thing when you're thinking about how to create your own simple pre-work morning routine. What could you put in your routine as the first thing you do that would make you look forward to getting up? I also, I don't, shower right away when I get up because I don't like you guys I don't really like showering I don't really like swimming I don't like getting wet in general so that's not the first thing I do I have my smoothie before I take my shower because having my smoothie is something that I do look forward to and really enjoy all right so those are the tips to create your own simple morning routine, which of course will look different from mine. So to recap those steps, uh, that is looking at what is your routine today, meaning what are the actions you're taking? What are the habitual feelings and thoughts that you have at that time of day, identifying those? And then making lists of all the things that you're not doing 
that you think you should be doing or that you plan to do that don't do or that you want to do, make those lists and then cross them off. If you're not doing it today, let it go. It will come back if it's meant to come back. And think about that concept of minimalism. And if you, if your morning was a gallery in an art museum, what would you put in it? What are those constrained essentials that you would put in it and allow that to be enough and let go of the rest? And finally, what would make you look forward to getting up? It might not be what you are planning to do currently. Think of something you just really genuinely enjoy doing and you look forward to doing and make that the first thing on your plan when you get up in the morning. That is what (laughs) turned me into a morning person. All right. So I had planned a third section here about what makes a routine simple. I will save that for a future episode because we're already at close to half an hour for this. And I like to keep these podcasts so they're not super long. But I hope that this has been really helpful. I encourage all of you to try it out and try it out in little tweaks, just recognizing what your routine is today and then making some small adjustments of eliminating something um, and really getting to a super simple routine and then know that you have the flexibility to change it, to add or subtract things as you want to from there. If you would like even more help with this, if you would like to work directly with me as a coach, you can go to my website, lifesimplybetter.com forward slash coach, C-O-A-C-H, and learn more about how you can work with me directly and sign up for the wait list. So go ahead and check that out if you're interested. And I hope all of you subscribe and I will talk to you again next Tuesday.